0: you are listening to the ultimate intimacy podcast where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship we believe that no matter how many years you've been married you can achieve passion romance happiness and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life join us as we talk to not only marriage experts but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun the ultimate intimacy podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better
1: Welcome to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast with Nick and Amy. We are, of course, your hosts. And this is episode 64. We're flying through these things. I can't believe we've done this many so we're far. we so much It's fun. crazy. <laughs> um, we are very excited for the guests that we have on today. Uh, also, a great topic we're going to discuss today. How to have a strong marriage after the kids move out. And also what what you can do right now to prepare for that time. Uh, So we'd like to welcome Javier and Shannon Labrador with 24-7 Marriage. So guys, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you, guys. Thank you both. Thanks for having us. So good, on. good afternoon, Nick and Amy. It's good, a little good morning for us, a little good afternoon for you. That's yeah. right. Who knows what it's going to be for you guys? You just traveling around, enjoying it
0: could, life. It
1: could be the middle of the night next time we talk to you.
2: It could. It could be. That's
1: right. Or- we, we actually just had
3: that argument the other day because we were conflicting on certain times with other meetings we had, and she's like, "I don't know.
1: You take me to a new time
3: zone all the time. So I have no idea where I'm at."
1: <laughs> oh, I that's say,
3: awesome. Oh, well, right. our
1: audience, our audience is going to love you guys. So. Tell, tell a little bit about yourselves uh, before we jump in.
3: Yeah, let me start. Yeah. Yeah, so we're 24 7 marriage. 24 uh, 7 marriage. We have uh, had, and we call ourselves a marriage flippers. Uh, and she will kind of unpack why we have that kind yep. of like definition underneath our name. Yeah. Uh, but we have been doing this marriage ministry for about 13 years. Um, and a big part of that is we resource couples through podcasts, through um, uh, materials, courses. Uh, just finishing a book right now workshops boot camps um, so all those methods are how we're kind of impacting working with couples uh, kind of what we believe is that we want to help see marriages restored redeem stories and see people build strong marriages and about a year and a half ago we made a decision to take the work that we were doing on the road so 24 7 marriage hit the road as the marriage lab and so we have been traveling the u.s uh, bringing support and resources to marriages Uh, in 25 states last year and moving forward in this year to even more and so we basically have a 38 foot wrapped fifth wheel called the marriage lab uh, that we take across the country and work with uh, individuals with churches doing boot camps and workshops across the u.s and it's been absolutely incredible Uh, the need is great out there and so it's been a really neat way to just be able to jump in and connect with people exactly in the place that they're at both Right in their marriage, but also physically, like where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. And so we've been married 29 years. Wow. And we got two
1: girls. Uh, both of them are in Arizona, one's married. And yeah, yeah. it's been quite an adventure. That's awesome. And you <laughs> really should uh, look for their RV traveling around the 24 7 RVs. am like it's, trying
0: to get them to come to our place. <laughs> it's awesome.
1: And they really are doing everything. We just learned that you're uh, performing a marriage here in a couple of days as well. <laughs> so, yeah.
3: I've been quite a bit of those
1: too. Yeah.
0: That's it. Well, I don't. I try not to get jealous of people, but I am pretty jealous of you guys. Like traveling, <laughs> like like that's my dream, just to travel around and like get to see the U.S. and gosh be able to help people at the same time like that's amazing so
1: yeah so all of you out there you'll want to follow them on instagram and kind of check out their journey and different places they're visiting and what they're doing um pretty pretty awesome (laughs) i'll tell you where to find
0: them at the end
1: so exactly so um we're excited about this episode as as we said it's you know how to have a strong marriage after the kids move out um you know since 1990 the divorce rate among couples between the ages of 56 and 64 has more than doubled and you think of that, you're like, "Wow, you know that should be the time in life when couples are able to grow closer and connect even more, but actually the the opposite tends to happen, and I think it's because a lot of couples don't prepare for that time. you know couples yeah. focus so much time and energy on raising their kids that they often neglect their own relationship during that time, and then all of a sudden they're spending all this time together, and they're like you know we we gotta we don't even know each other, you know." They almost yeah. have to have to fall in love and i think too another another thing that can happen is you know couples may react differently when the kids move out you may have one spouse that's like hey this is this is our time yeah, now amazing. let's let's uh it's gonna be amazing let's do some traveling let's do this and you may have another spouse that really struggles with that and uh, may react a lot differently to the kids leaving and you know whether it's depression or different things like that and so obviously there's a yeah. there's a million causes of what that could be, but what we're here to do is to prepare the audience um, people that are in that time frame now with the kids out of the house you know things that you can do to strengthen your uh relationship and then also prepare uh people like Amy and I that are not not to that point but uh prepare to what we can do to be better prepared so that we do have uh, an amazing marriage uh, when that time comes. So,
0: and I think there's so many couples that think, oh, it's so far away, and it's go- it's going so slow, you know, raising kids. And I'm like, gosh, like I feel comes like the fast. last 17 years of raising kids have been crazy, yeah. flown by, and we only have nine left. We're on countdown, and I'm like, it makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I get the fact like they go so fast, and we need to realize that and really prepare. So,
1: yeah, so we've we've listed kind of the top eight things that we think that if if couples can focus on, it can really help their marriage. So let's let's uh, okay. dive yeah. into those and get your get your thoughts yeah. and insight.
0: Okay. So yeah. Number one is accepting things that have changed and will continue to change. Now that you're in different stage of life, so how can couples in your stage of life learn to accept this change?
2: Well, first of all, I just gotta say, Amy and Nick, I'm a little sad that we're talking about this because I feel like. If we're empty nesters, which we are, that makes us old. No, oh. no way. Super young. <laughs> I cry. You no. guys don't look we're, a day over thirty. Yeah, you uh, don't. It so, you know, we
3: got married when we were five, so it's like that's why we're so young. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Five years old. Yeah. So I mean, that's a great question, and if it's okay, like I want to be, I want to get in front of that question first, because I think we can go into how you walk through that season of life when the kids have left, right? And you're quote unquote empty nesters. And we are in that season. It's crazy. Like you said, Amy, like it goes by, we feel it's slow, but it's not. Like you yes. look back, it's incredibly fast Everything. how it goes yeah. and life happens, right? We get busy. It's the nitty gritty of life. It's the uh, thing kids here doing all this and we yeah. get busy. And one of the things we find consistently with couples is what gets neglected, unfortunately is the marriage, right? And we believe, and it might be controversial to some people. And we recently posted about this and we got a lot of yeah. good and like negative of, feedback yeah, on it, feedback. but we're just going to say it, um, is that well, how we look at it is like, we got married to be with each other. I married my wife, not my children. Yeah. And I told my girls, I can't wait till you leave. Like, I love you, <laughs> but like I married your mom. And I'm going to raise you and we're going to release you and we're, going to, and we're going to invest everything and sow into you, prepare you, but ultimately to release you, to have an impact and influence in the world. And this is the most important yeah. thing. This stays, right? And so our kids came second. And and I think that is what prepares you for that season of life is there's a lot of intentionality yeah. in the season in front of your kids leaving that enable you to navigate when they are gone. Yeah. So that moment of intentionally investing into one yeah. another, the consistency of building a relationship and intimacy and dating. Um, so many couples come to us at that moment when the kids are left, like, we don't know each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, what yeah. were you doing beforehand yeah. Yeah. to I, invest into that? I
2: think what what's what scares a lot of people when they hear us say that is they automatically think that. <gasps> then you must neglect your children. Our children were never neglected. (laughs) We never withheld food. We were at every sporting event. We homeschooled for 15 years. We were very intentional with our family. They never went without. They're very happy, healthy, autonomous adult children now. Um, So when we say that we came first, it wasn't that our children were sitting in the corner shivering cold (laughs) Why we, you know, let's take care of our marriage right now. So. I just have to throw that out there because we were just very intentional about um, making sure that we had time away from them, that we had time to have dinner once a week. We had time to get out of town, you know, once every six or eight weeks for even overnight, maybe two nights if we could swing it when they were little. And we just made that time really intentional. Even our evening time after the girls went to bed when they were younger, just how we connected and what we talked about. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean,
3: investing into your marriage, we believe is investing into your kids. In yeah. The future. yeah, I agree. And when they see this working well, yeah, and, and they have a picture of what it means, uh, what marriage looks like, and how it should be lived out, and how we choose one another, um, we now have girls who have done the same thing and they understand that. So we yeah. model that in that way. And so I think it is an absolute investment into your children when your marriage is right at that place you believe god is first as the priority and then from there everything yeah. falls in the proper order and so this was in essence first in front of our kids the second right in, in the essence of how we have yeah. that hierarchy and so i think that's one of the most important things first and foremost is the investment you're making right now into your marriage so that you're prepared for that moment when you are empty nesters. yeah um the switch doesn't just turn on right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think you're right, Amy. We have to accept how things have changed and it will continue to change. It's one thing yeah. it, it is a consistent, right? For every single one of us is there will be change and there's growth, right? And growth and comfort don't coexist. They're very, mm-hmm. they don't work together, right? Every time there's growth, it's uncomfortable.
2: Yeah. And that's
3: so right. that's a season of life that causes growth and it causes a lot of change and it's going to be consistent. And I think it is, how do you adapt to that? How are you intentional in your pursuit of one another um in dating one another so some couples have to get when they get to that moment they have to kind of like
1: reset yeah like okay let's get back to that that beginning again yeah Yeah. i love i love how you you said well first of all everything you said we totally agree with and we get people (laughs) same thing writing back that you know how in the world could you say that you know like almost like you're neglecting your kids but it's not (laughs) that we you neglect your kids but your relationship does come first and I, I also, you know, you kind of pointed on that you feel like your kids uh, maybe are better off or become better people because of that. And I think that's true for our kids as well. Like mm-hmm. when our kids see how important our marriage is, I hope that when they get married, they they mm-hmm. realize how important their marriage is and they put their spouse first. And I, lo- I love too, you know, we talked about accepting things that have changed. Well, that's one less thing. If you put your spouse first from the beginning, that's one less thing that doesn't have to change. Your spouse mm-hmm. is still gonna become first when you have the kids at home yeah. and then also after the kids leave.
0: And talking about new yeah. change when they leave, like that can be such an exciting you said beginning or a fresh start. Like that can be a moment to like, it's us again, let's fall back in love again and
1: Yeah, exactly. There's so many ways to yeah. do
0: that. So yeah. Fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: So number two is focus on spending quality time together and not pursuing your own things with your time and I've, I've seen this mm-hmm. with older people to where they they get retirement age or the kids are out and all of a sudden They're just totally busy doing their own thing whether it's, you know, golfing or whatever both of them, yeah. And they both just kind of go their separate ways and, and they hardly ever see each other and I think it's so important to um, You know focus on keeping spending that quality time together, but what what are your thoughts? I mean, how have you guys dealt with that in your marriage?
2: Yeah, I think it's so important that you do have your own interests that, that feed into those things, but what an amazing time that you have, you know, it's on average between 18 and 20 plus years that you've had of history and now you find yourself all alone again. Yeah. What an amazing time to take this, this sacred history with your spouse and discover new things to do together maybe it's a new business venture. Maybe it's just a new hobby. You're like, let's get bikes and like start doing something new together. So I think that's what's so fun about the season we're in and traveling is that we're getting to experience new things to do together that we haven't A, ever done, or you did it once when the the kids were small because you did something with the kids. And now we're like, I feel like we're kids again, Yeah. like yeah. we're teenagers again. Cause yeah. we're doing all these fun things. You know, we're, we're tubing down a river, we're <laughs> running bikes and we just all these yeah. fun things that you just yeah. don't get the well, chance to do. And part to of it too
3: is we're, we're really, I think it's important to understand like what refreshes, right? What fills each other's bucket and what kind of drains it. So we're aware of the things that fill our bucket. Um, and then we talk about, let's say it's hobbies or activities. She knows what I love to do. Right. Go hike, go backpack, go fly fish, go do those things. And so she's very aware in those moments too. I think it's a balance like, hey, go do that. It's refreshing yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. And then we have the things and she loves doing certain things. That's great, right? It's good and it's healthy. But then, like she said, we understand the beauty of being able to find things to do together, whatever that looks like. And I think you have to step back because sometimes when we're, you know, have the kids around, we're like investing so much into them. That we neglect the things that we used to do or that we loved or things that we did when we were dating right yeah um and you're early in your marriage you're like we love yeah going on adventures and rock climbing whatever it is and then it's like the kids come you're like we haven't done that <laughs> you know, yeah exactly uh, our 29th anniversary we went rock climbing like we hadn't done uh, that, that, that that's before. Awesome. That's awesome. right and then we we went to like um to uh hot springs and went to we did all kinds of stuff like right? yeah. what can we do that's new that's, that's different. different yeah and that kind of draws you together so i would encourage couples explore something that's different also not just what's been known or what was before but what's something new that you can even find to do together yeah and it love doesn't that. have to be mm-hmm. everything that you do together it yeah. is healthy to have yeah
0: for sure a you long know alone time yeah
3: right for we sure. enjoy that and, and I think it's a
1: healthy thing in your relationship. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Find that balance, right?
0: There has to be a balance, and you do have to have alone time. It's healthy for yourself, and you need to get yourself healthy to have a healthy marriage, so. Yeah, That's sure. right, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Okay, so number three is remember how it all began, which I you kind oh, of yeah. already said, but like when you first fell in love and you did all those things together, and just taking time to reminisce and really go over those memories can really, I don't know rekindle those feelings yeah. and sparks yeah. and yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. just looking at photos and when you got married and dating and all that stuff and yeah
2: one of the one of the things we did probably we we started it when the girls were small so probably five or six years into marriage um every year on our anniversary we would watch the dvd of our wedding with the girls oh yeah um and it would just be like this, let's get popcorn and laugh at how outlandish <laughs> mom's dress was, her hair was the colors of your wedding. And it just reminds you of like, gosh, look at how young we were. We were like, we were crazy in love and mm-hmm. you were just kind of all glassy eyed. And it's always good to bring yourself back through video, through pictures, just to remind yourself where you began, how you felt about. Your spouse in that moment yeah. and ask yourself, has that love grown deeper? Is there a deeper, intimate love that I have for them now? Yeah. Or have I let it wane? You know, so yeah. it's always good to reflect. And
3: I, you know, one thing I would encourage couples to do is like an exercise in those moments, like when you find yourself like an empty nesting and going back to remembering how it began. It's a great exercise at any point in your marriage, honestly. Because when couples come to us with coaching or counseling, like we try to bring them back to the beginning. Too, yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a reason I, you fell in I'm love at that altar mm-hmm. saying those vows, the things that you used to do, and then coming back to the place where you're at now, like how did you arrive there? And I think it's important for people to sit and actually separately write down, like, how did we arrive here? Let's remember like how we began, the things we loved that we loved about each other, that we were passionate about that we really enjoy doing together. And then, you know, what are the things that we have loved during this past season of our lives with kids? Like those highlights, those memories. There's plenty of things that might not have been the greatest or a great great memory, but it has shaped mm-hmm. who they are. Yeah. yeah. And those are good things to remember also, not just always just the, the yeah. marks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all those things shape you. So I think it's good to, like an exercise of sitting down, actually writing those things at that moment and being able to come to the table and share those with one another. Like, yeah, do you remember this? Do you remember when we did that? Remember how much we love doing this? I think it triggers some excitement about what
1: can be because you're learning from where you have been. Well, and it is amazing how just reminiscing or like I said, watching your wedding video or different things, how it really can bring back those emotions and those feelings and that love and, you know how you felt i mean we talk about those things all the time so
0: and i pull yeah. out our pictures and i'm like oh i miss those days like right we seriously went motorcycling then we'd go play golf and we would hot tub then we'd watch a movie then we'd kiss <laughs> we'd kiss passionately all night and it's just like oh we could do that you know yeah. like,
1: let's get the kids out they can right? move out at 14 <laughs> 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 we're
0: gonna be back on our motorcycles in a few years now that's right <laughs> that's right oh
1: yeah. it's so true so uh, number four, uh, plan a getaway together, and mm. I don't think people realize how important this is to connect. I mean, there's something about mm. just you guys are obviously on a permanent getaway. So <laughs> yes, but, uh,
0: amazing. You know,
1: we, Amy and I went on a trip to Belize about eight weeks ago,
0: and, and and when we say we went on a trip, like it's like our second trip, our maybe third, second trip, our entire marriage of almost yeah. twenty years. So we put that off. For year after year, I mean, and that's when our marriage suffered. And now that we've realized how important that is to take, even if it's a cheap trip, that was a pretty big one. Exactly. Yeah. But even if it's like you said, just a couple nights or one night, like that's huge. And I wish that we would have taken more advantage of there, over doing that for those first years, especially when our kids were younger and harder. and stuff. yeah.
1: But I think it's amazing to be able to really get away from work
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: you know. Sometimes when you think you get away, you aren't fully away, you know, kind of, but, but to be able to go, like Amy said, even if it's just for a night or two or whatever it is, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. You could go camping together. Um, it's amazing how your relationship is able to just re really reconnect again.
2: Um,
0: it's called disconnecting from the world.
2: Yep. Yeah. I remember my mom and dad made it a huge priority to leave my brother and I with grandma and grandpa and they would go away And she always talked about a time when they didn't have a lot of money, but they still went to grandma and grandpa's and mom and dad just Mm -hmm. stayed at home and had like a weekend in. Mm -hmm. So no matter where you fall on the financial spectrum, you can make it happen. Like it's possible. You don't need a lot of money. You don't need to go all the way to Maui Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be like this four day extravaganza. It can literally be 24 hours. Real. 24 hours can do so much refreshment for your marriage and just for your time alone, just to breathe and remember to be a couple again, remember yeah. to be husband and wife yeah. friends again. Yeah. Yeah. And
3: if your date nights are small now, like, and I'm probably gonna keep saying it like the habit of it right now with kids is, is so essential. Yeah. So we carried over. But once those kids are gone, like and you guys are right. Like finding intentional moments to just a quick trip, a getaway. And if it's a larger trip you planning, how excited you get to plan it together mm. and work towards it, whether it's saving or whatever it may be to get to that point, yeah. but time alone. And then we encourage couples, like when you do that, like talk about what your expectations are when you go and kind of what even your, your ground rules are, Hey, we're going to be disconnected from our phones. Yeah. We're only going to, if we do get jump on social media it's for like a half hour, quickly connect with the yeah. kids or whatever, or, mm-hmm. or sorry, well. Either way, even if you're empty nesters, you still connect with your kids. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Like you're sending yeah. your adult kids pictures, you're yeah. like, all that kind of stuff. And then, send, the and then eventually grandkids. <laughs> Absolutely. And then stuff. You do it all the time. It's not going to stop. Yeah. But it's like being intentional about how you spend the time when you go away. Also, like plan the trip, but like be present in the trip, right? Yeah, that uh, enjoying that. And so I think that that's getting away is, is essential, but how you also do it, I think is really important too. Yeah, so true, so, so true. So good, those are
0: great, great tips. Um, number five is talking about new interests and goals. Um, Goals that you want to try together, um, dreams that you want to make together—it's just really important to have that communication. Well, with I think those things.
1: I think empty nesters—we we often feel like, oh, when we're empty nesters, we'll already have accomplished everything, or you know, we're at the tail end of our life, or whatever. Where actually, oh,
0: I feel like there's it's the so start. many, yeah, there's so many
1: like goals and things <laughs> that you can still set as a couple mm-hmm. to accomplish or to you know strengthen yeah. strengthen your marriage. Mm-hmm. So, what well, I mean, yeah, what what have yeah. you guys done? Um,
2: yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean I, I think when it comes down like with goals and dreams and all that, like I've always been very visionary and out there and I kinda of pull her along with me. So Love it. <laughs> um, I do I do. But but we have we have we have learned uh especially like in this season of life, I think it's really important that you talk about you know, we, we talk about you know, talking about your your vision, your mission statement for your marriage. Like what are you becoming and what are you moving towards and what do you want, what do you want to see in your marriage? Right. And who you're becoming as a couple. And I think the same thing as empty nesters, like, what are we becoming? Right. Um, People who are committed to each other who are on this adventure and this journey, like whatever that statement looks like for you, it's this beautiful thing that you get to become that together in this season. So I think it's like coming to a place again, sitting down kind of like the other point, right? Remember where you were those hopes and dreams that you had from day one. Yeah. That maybe you put on the back burner a little bit yep. um, or afraid to share them with your spouse. They think, no, you're crazy. Seriously. we have <laughs> kids right, now, right. And now you get to sit with them and say, Hey, like I still have this dream to do this, or mm-hmm. I have this, this hope that we could accomplish this or we can, maybe we launch something, whatever it may be. I think it's sitting down and sharing those things again and being open to hear and listen from one another on what, on what that is yeah. and not shoot mm-hmm. it down because you're, 55 or 60 or whatever, not shoot it down, but be very open to be like, yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm. Let's try it. Right. Let's be open to like what those hopes and dreams are and kind of just coming back to that place again.
0: Yep. I love it. And I think being open. We've done that. Yeah. That's awesome. I think being open to like things that your spouse want to do and just giving it a try instead of being closed off about it. Like in our marriage, like when we first got married, so he's a golf professional and um, he, we played a lot of golf when we first got married. Yes, we did. And I knew when I married him that our retirement was probably going to consist of golfing. <laughs> <laughs> but like instead of being like, I don't want to do it, I, I started to learn how and started playing. And I started enjoying it. And now like I know that it's it's going to be a big part of our retirement probably. And I'm I want to learn. Well, I'm pickleball because I took a pickleball. but.
2: So oh, I've been, three. I've been, I've been inviting him
0: into playing pickleball with my thing, and I want to learn how to golf better so that we can do. It. So just being open to like what your spouse likes to do can really yeah. create some closeness and oneness when the kids do leave. Um, yeah.
1: Well, and I love how you kind of said it. You know, it's like a new chapter in your life. It really is like a blank slate, yeah. and you get to mm-hmm. kind of determine what that chapter is going to be. Almost like a a new, new start. a new life, so mm-hmm. to speak, a different a different season, as you said, and so. Um, like I said, you know, planning, planning those goals, setting goals together. I mean, it's so important to have, have kind of a roadmap, you know, instead of just assuming, okay, now what, now what do we do? You know, Start planning we...
0: now. Yeah. Start planning now. And I think that yeah. having a positive attitude and excitement about it is big for your marriage too. Cause if you go into it, like this is going to be really awesome. It's just me and you, where do you want to go? What should we do? What should we learn? I don't know,
1: it can change everything. Yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah. So and then, and that's a great point. So I think you also have to challenge one another. Yeah. Because I mean, you might have one who actually is really like excited wants to really do these things. And mm-hmm. like you said earlier, one is maybe, maybe still so unsure. Or and mourning the loss mm-hmm.
2: of their kids the are gone. Yeah. 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 they, they are not
3: Yeah. So yeah. it's like, how do you have patience and grace for one another and walk mm-hmm. through that? Right. And at the same time, you know, be able to model that and be able to draw them into yeah. that and move towards them. I think it's really important. And something I wanted to say really quick, I think it applies to everything we're talking about is like this place that we can have a lot of desire of what we want to see happen after, you know, the kids are gone. And there's so much, again, that we do beforehand, but like des- desire and devotion aren't the same thing. So you can have a lot of yeah. desire, but you got to be devoted to this process too. Like we are devoted to being intentional and pursuing and in the season of life. and There has to be a devotion to it. So desire is great, but have this devotion to really say, we're going to do this together. Yeah, We're going to yeah. find ways to, like have our you know our time away and the things that we love to do yeah. and, and just this new season of life yeah
1: yeah, yeah so it. true yep number six date nights now obviously this is equally as important Um, when wow. you're when you're <laughs> you know younger no yeah. matter what stage of life yep. but you often see a lot of couples that get in, into their later stages or retirement and they you know I guess. They go out and do things together, but it's really not date night. Well, because it's it's just just... more
0: often and all the time, so it's not considered. But I,
1: I still think it's so imperative that couples do date night together. Like, Amy yes. and I work together, we're together all the time, but I'm telling you, like, Friday night, like, we we're both looking forward to Friday night. It's
0: designated, and it's planned, and it's going somewhere, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, to yeah. do something
1: <laughs> fun to get together, and really yeah. get a, getting away from all the other stuff. So, how how yeah. important is date night in, in your relationship, or um, in what you guys do at this time?
3: Eh, not really. We don't enjoy each other. That. <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> it was really important um, when we were raising a family, Javi was very intentional about scheduling it and making it. Um, now it just, it kind of takes on a different form and it it looks a little different. Obviously our life traveling, um, kind of feels like one giant date night, yeah. <laughs> but, but even when, um, he'll say, you know, we've had a really long work week. Like we've just, just done a lot of coaching. We've maybe got done with a workshop and he's like, you know what, let's take Friday and Saturday off and like, let's, let's go out and let's go do something. And um, I love when we can be intentionally each other um, just even back to our, like our anniversary of like rock climbing, like mm-hmm. just doing something that we haven't done before. And, you yeah. know, we're like FaceTiming the girls and we're like, look at dad, he's climbing up. And, you know, we're just yeah. like having so much fun. Yeah. So it's just being very intentional because you want it to carry over into life as empty nesters. And Um, I I
3: think that the the date night as empty nesters is is still very crucial to fight for that, to plan that, to be intentional about it, to make it it a priority that you have. Because like you guys said, you work together all the time. We're together 24-7, you know, in 38 feet, Um, but we can miss each other. It's the same thing. Once you hit that yeah. emptiness, like you can be busy with things you love doing, but you'll miss each other, even though you're around each other all the time. So, so I think it's that intentionality to, to make sure you set time aside that is for one another. Yeah. And maybe your date nights—it's—it's it's just enjoying too. You don't need to talk about your marriage and what you need to improve on mm-hmm. at a date night. Sometimes no. just oh. celebrate your marriage, enjoy one another. Doesn't always have to be work on your date night. Yeah. Sometimes people go on a date night it's like. Hey, we got to talk about this and then we got to talk about that. What yeah. about this? And it's like, no, oh, I just want to be and have fun, right? Yeah. So it can be a balance of those, but just be really intentional with it afterwards.
1: You made a yeah. point that I want to point out is a lot of people think, oh, if we're spending time together, it, it's, a date. It, it's uh-huh. a date or it's quality time. But you just said, you know, even if you guys are around each other all the time, that doesn't mean you're connecting or, yeah. or it, it doesn't always mean that things are moving mm-hmm. forward in a good way. And I think a lot of yeah. empty nesters are like, oh, we're just with each other all the time. We don't need to now do date night. We don't need to do this. We don't need to do this because, but but it's so important to still do those for things. sure. Oh, for sure.
2: Yeah.
3: And, we, and we're seeing, so, you know, we've seen that with like, with couples that even as empty nesters, they, they're not doing that. And so they're trying to find these places of connection and it doesn't even trigger with them. Like, oh, we should, still date each other
0: mm-hmm. yeah Yeah,
3: you should yeah right like you should open the car door for her mm-hmm. you should open that you know pull that seat for whatever it is like getting back and like looking at how do we just have fun and date each other and like plan it yeah so if you're the if you're the guy take the initiative plan it like do something right like your woman's gonna love that yeah um yeah. and we and we both do that um, As opposed to saying, hey, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> right? And you're like, no, I don't want to do that. Like but you said, I don't care. So like you go back and forth. So even coming together and talking about your date nights, mm-hmm. right? And planning them out. That's 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 mm-hmm. fun too. Yeah. yeah. I love it.
2: Yeah, it's I, also really important to um, unplug. I think that we're so techn- technology-driven oh. society, mm-hmm. even... Even older generations now yes. are on technology more than they ever would. So for me, when we have date night or quality time, to me, that means let's figure out great food and let's not be on our devices. Uh-huh. And it might, it might be getting out a board game because that's super fun to us. So it's finding ways, whether it's a walk, a hike, a bike ride or whatever, it's finding ways to connect. That isn't through technology because no. I think that can be a real damper on relationships. So and
0: important dates. for any stage. I mean, I, stage. I, mean,
1: I love to play board games and have uh, bets on the line and
0: different yeah. things. I know, <laughs> oh, always win. Okay. So, somehow
1: she always wins though. I want
0: massage. He wants sex. So.
1: And, yes, she always wins.
0: Which, Which brings us. I'm like, it's not
1: possible. It's not possible to win forty straight games. The odds are, that I gotta win one. right <laughs>
0: You get a good drink, enough massage to sex too right yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah so going to the next one this okay, should this, be followed this, up on date night
0: this right? leads right into number seven which is enjoying mm-hmm. physical and sexual intimacy mm-hmm. so rumor is is when you get older you lose interest in sex and it gets boring and older couples have a or is that, I mean, is that,
1: they're not playing the balls? ultimate, they're not playing the ultimate intimacy app though. See,
0: I've heard opposite, no. maybe it gets better,
2: <laughs> so I don't know. How important yeah. is it? Well, well, Amy, we just posted a reel and collaborated with you on this topic uh-huh. of, of, um, see, like, take into account season of life you're in, yeah. the age that you are, um, Going all the way down to like, are you guys are you using the right kind of lube, you know, mm-hmm. there's so many factors that play into your intimacy and to think that your sex life will be the same as it was in your twenties and thirties in your, in your late forties and fifties and into your sixties, it's not. Because we're always evolving and changing. So we have to, going back to your very first one of like things changing mm-hmm. and being okay that things are changing. Yeah. And just because we're getting older, doesn't necessarily have to equal that sex would be less or not as enjoyable. It In sure. our world, it should be more fun,
0: exactly. more
2: enjoyable because we have this history with each other. This is my best friend of 29 years. Um, we know so much more about each other physically, emotionally, spiritually than I did when I met him when I was 15. So yeah. it's so much more deeper than yeah. that. Mm. Yeah.
3: And I think, I mean, the physical intimacy, that part is, is huge. Right. And so vital and so important for that connection. And but then I think also it's like being able to talk through it. So like, being clear where you're both at yeah. because we also understand too is sometimes libidos change as you get yeah. older mm-hmm. and sometimes they swap right where the female is more and the male is not like guys peak earlier all the mm-hmm. than women and so like talk about it and and i think that's the part where they get to be empty nesters yeah. they don't talk, talk ab- about they didn't it. talk before and they're not yeah. talking as much mm-hmm. now and so it's okay if you don't talk about it, frustration can set in. And there's things that can happen physically, right, that we feel can prevent us. But there's so many other things that can happen that you can do that create intimacy and connection and enjoyment. And so I think there needs to be find ways to be creative, to be fun, to be spontaneous, um, and, you know, to be a little bit edgy. Whatever it yeah. is, like, you know, as a couple finding things and even thinking of things, like, well, that's never happened before. Or it's <laughs> never been there. We've never tried that. I mean, you guys have the app, and so you're putting positions and all that out there, which is awesome. Like, get the app and try it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, do these things that might stretch you a little bit.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> no pun <intended>. and Physically cause <laughs> you to stretch. <laughs> yeah, I'm no gymnast
1: anymore, but I can still. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> But you know, give it a
2: shot, right? Um, maybe, maybe take a yoga class before you try a new position to master. Oh, I'm
1: gonna. I think I'm gonna drive Amy crazy at retirement. I'm like, babe, it's naked movie night every night.
0: No, she's like, no, it's not. No. Yeah. No. So,
3: <laughs> but I think too, as you get older, there's also a place where you're not as conscious about yourself yeah, and body and all that. You're, you're like, uninhibited. you're uninhibited. Yeah, exactly. And I think people as they get older, they feel that, they're just yeah. not living that, yeah. right? They want that freedom, um, and maybe they're just not communicating to their spouse that that's what they want, and they want to have more freedom in this area. And so, if you're a couple that's kind of stuck there, and your empty nesters like, Reach out, get support, yeah. talk to people about it because you're missing an important aspect of that that season of your life that can be very fruitful and enjoyable. Yeah. Well,
1: and if there's a health issue or something, there's there's things out there yeah. like there's, there's things out there to help. You know, have like like you say, have that discussion, talk about your sex life, talk about how you can make it better and connect it. It is so important to connect physically yeah. as a couple.
0: I've actually heard that women's um, libido and sex drive goes up in their 40s and 50s. So. If that's true, there's no excuses. Giddy up. (laughs) Yep.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we gotta yep. we gotta get off the subject. I was just warming up. Oh, well, <laughs> you can keep talking. Uh,
0: <laughs> so. keep, keep going. It's it's funny when we mention sex in the titles of our podcast, the downloads are like double. Oh yeah, so oh, yeah.
3: Us oh. Too. Oh, oh, yeah. too. Oh yeah. From podcast to something we post oh. on social media, oh, and oh, like yeah. it skyrockets, right? The conversation,
2: which tells us uh-huh. that people are very interested because they're either hurting, they want more knowledge, they yep. want to be educated. Yeah. Because this is a this is a hot topic for marriages, yeah. um, and they either want more information or their sex life is drowning and they want help. Yeah. So it's it's when when we get a lot of downloads or a lot of feed, feedback on something, I know this is touching a, yep. a sensitive subject. Yeah, yeah yes. and
1: I think so. You know, if you're a husband out there and you want uh, more sexual intimacy, give your wife the emotional intimacy that she needs. So. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. it's vice versa. No, maybe yeah. vice versa. Yeah. Exactly. Hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Yes. Yep. So the last one is focus on your health, and I don't think we realize how important it is. I mean, you guys have probably seen this in your life. We see it in our life where you see couples that are, you know, the kids are out of the house, and they just don't look healthy, and you can tell that their their relationship isn't good, that they're just not feeling well. When our bodies are not feeling well. It just it totally impacts so many aspects of our lives. So well,
0: and that's something you have to start early. Taking care yeah, of your body exactly. and your health starts today. You know, so
1: that when you are mm. in, in your in your retirement years and empty nesters, that you can you can enjoy getting out and doing the activities together and things together. You know, being being healthy and just having that active lifestyle. So yeah, yeah, and and depending on what season you are as empty nesters, I mean, being able to be physical
3: enough to enjoy. Mm that season of life with grandkids, right? When they come, exactly. um, and, and how we view it is like from now and as our empty nesters is, you know, as, as those who follow Christ, there's a responsibility we have to take care of, right? This best mm-hmm. of yeah. this place. Right. And this, so we have this responsibility to fulfill like a purpose. I think each and every one of us have a purpose. Um, and you need to remain healthy to do that. Right. Yeah. And as you get to the older season of life, it may shift a little bit and you might be retired. And, you know what you did was kind of like what you thought your purpose was now you believe your purpose is who you are not so much what you do and so you're always going to be doing that to an extent but i think you need to be healthy enough in your choices from eating exercise consistently um the physical activity all of that to ensure that you're able to be there in those years of life with your spouse to enjoy that fun the physical mm-hmm. activities right sex all those things but also Because I think there's a responsibility that we just have to those that are around us, Mm -hmm. right? To remain healthy and to be there for our kids and our family and grandkids. Um, And we know people have physical ailments that come up even if they really try to take care of themselves. So even if that's the season of life, like you can still enjoy, you might have to make adjustments and shifts and changes, but it is a mentality also, Mm -hmm. right? Of how you approach it.
2: But. on a, on another note, I, I love that you guys even added this to the list yeah. because I don't feel like we talk about this subject enough yeah. mm-hmm. and I believe, and there's a lot of scientific research out there that when we don't take care of ourselves physically, like it will impede your sex life. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, impotence among men after 45. Is directly related to the amount of red meat intake that they have, and other things, and being overweight and type two di- diabetes. Like, yeah. there's so many things that impact um, that could impact your marriage, your your physical, social, emotional well-being, health of your marriage. That um, to, to to be proactive and take action on the things that we can be proactive about. Things are going to happen, whether we want to right yeah. mystery's yeah. going to find us one way or another so something could impact us physically that was out of our control and we'll deal with that but the things that we have control over is so important that we manage um you know we get made fun of a lot by friends and family because we are plant-based we'll vegan, vegans and uh, <laughs> it's been that way for about 11 years before that it was we were vegetarian and so um that's just a choice that we made that helps us um, try to take care of our bodies the best way we know how. It mm-hmm. fits our lifestyle. We do not believe that it's a one and done. That mm-hmm. this should work for everybody. It's what works for us. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And our marriage. So. It's just being proactive about your health is so important.
3: But we have the mindset to be, to to have thought, what do we want the next five, 10 years to look like? Yeah. Yeah. And that that was in every area of our life, but this physical part was important also because to do those things, we have to be physically able to do them. Yeah. And so the changing of eating and behaviors and consistent exercise, whatever it may be. And listen, being outdoors, like I'm a big outdoor guy because I'm like, God created the outdoors. He didn't create the inside, the walls, and, like, (laughs) he was outdoors. Go outside. Like, enjoy. Like, so I think all those things are so healthy, and it impacts every area. People think it's just, my physical. It's not. It impacts you emotionally. Yeah, It impacts you psychologically. Spiritually. uh, spiritually. It impacts all those areas. So good health has benefits that exceed just your body, right? Yeah. Yeah. All these other areas, too. And so – it's so vital important so if they know where they want to be if you know you're listening you're like where do we want to be in 10 years you know five ten years after the kids are gone like how do we get there well this is going to be one of those key pieces key
1: yeah i totally, totally agree i mean it, it, you know i try to jog every morning she's playing pickleball we're always kind of doing active things and it truly affects every aspect of our life it affects our yeah. physical intimacy, intimacy our emotional intimacy our uh you know i think our mental well-being you know just so many, so many benefits of just, you know, trying to stay stay healthy and, and active and, uh, you know, especially as we get into the later years of our life, even so much more important. So we totally oh, yeah. agree.
0: And health and the, like you said, the way you eat and the things you do and the exercising together can all be done together. Yeah. You know, just talking about those things and doing those things. So super important. Yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, it's one of the best seasons of your life. Yeah. And so The choices and decisions you make. I mean, if we look at all the questions you guys ask, like all those are choices and decisions that we have to make now, of Mm -hmm. course, but consistently as we're empty nesters to enjoy fully, right? Your spouse who God has given you and to be able to live that out in a good and healthy life with them. Mm -hmm. And there's certain things maybe that happen and you can't control, but like there's a lot of that we we can from the choices, decisions that we personally make. Um, And so I think it's a daily decision. Right. It's a daily decision, especially the empty nesters that we've had to make about how we pursue one another, mm-hmm. how we engage, how we connect, our health, our dating, our visit phys- like all of those things are choices and decisions on a daily basis to align with what we want to see in our you know, yeah. in these years of our life. Yeah. yeah. And we ain't old. I'm glad we're no, like at yeah. a place where you can really enjoy it at you know, yeah. I'm about I'm forty only forty nine, so oh, you don't need even to even in, in front all. of me. Dude,
0: he's <laughs> only a couple years behind yeah. you. <laughs>
1: yeah, you don't look that at all. Yeah, we're
0: there. Well, if you if you guys wanna
1: to everyone listening out there, if you want to see an awesome couple, uh check out check out Javier and Shannon, uh follow them on Instagram. Where can they find you guys? Where can they follow you, kind of keep up with what you're doing? Yeah, yeah.
2: so our our handle is at 247 Marriage, and that is for all platforms from YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, you can find at 247 Marriage. Um we also have a website uh 247marriage.org and uh we have great things coming up, great things coming out. So the best way is to follow us on social media to stay up to date on what the latest is. We also have a podcast and we have some more workshops and boot camps coming up for the summer schedule. Um anything else that I forget?
3: Uh, no, no, there's some great resources yeah. on there. Like it's, you know, for us, it's an honor, like to be partnering with like people like you and be able to be connected. And they yeah. think at the end of the day, we all have this common goal, right. To see yeah. how it's healed and restored in every area. Um, and so yeah, for us, it's an honor and a privilege to, to just jump on here with you guys and yeah, we'd love to be able to connect with those that are out there in any way that we can be a support and also then connect you with others, like, because there's so many different facets, mm-hmm. right. within yeah. marriage. Yeah um and one of the things we have done is we connect we have a team of people who if somebody comes in they're needing support in one specific area we can send them to somebody who's blended families yeah somebody exactly. who's a fidelity yep. expert yep. like and so we've connected with those resources and partners that um enabled us to be able to kind of support more couples
0: yeah love it
1: yeah we, we love it we love what you guys are doing uh, again Follow them. uh, Follow their journey of what they're doing and you'll have some good laughs along the way. They have some great videos.
0: (laughs) Great videos. So,
1: really appreciate being on with us today and to everyone out there, we hope you find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. So, until next time. Also, don't forget to go to our great store Ultimate Intimacy Products at shop.ultimateintimacy.com You can also see those in the footnotes of the podcast for some fantastic products we just came out with some new ones that you're gonna love